AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find yours in online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, here we go. A lot to talk about on a Friday. Live in Los Angeles, it's The Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. One hour from now, another winning week. Last week with a blazing five. Feeling good about my picks. Some wild, big, high marquee matchups between star quarterbacks. I'll have opinions on those. I am officially taking the Cowboys-Eagles game. Things I like about that. J-Mac, two big moments last night. You know, you and I talk about this a lot. We like football, but it's much easier, even though we get paid to watch it, to get to a TV when you get Burrow, Allen, Tua, Mahomes over, you know, a Bears game, right? Like like great quarterback play matters. Yeah. Interesting. I, so, I thought you would lead with uh, Weminyama, who's a better show than Will Levis and Kenny Pickett. Oh, goodness. But I want to start with that because the Steelers are a huge brand and they're deluding themselves. The Steelers won last night, 34th team in NFL history, only 34 in league history, to be outgained in every single game first eight weeks. Now, they are the only one to ever have a winning record. So you can't, and that's with two great receivers. Two great receivers, two very solid running backs. So go ahead and blame your offensive coordinator, Matt Canada. Go ahead. But the story last night was Will Levis on the road, only a second start against that defense with a 30th offensive ranked line in the league. Weak wide receiver class was the better quarterback. Should not have been, should have been engulfed. But he sees the field, big arm, confident, courage. The Tennessee Titans have found their franchise quarterback. And this weekend, there are four games you have to watch in the league because they have really good quarterback play. There is junk every Sunday. How do you avoid it? Find your Will Levis. Now, Kenny Pickett, 
they're going to delude themselves into thinking they have the guy. They're the only team with a winning record in league history that's been outgained eight straight weeks with those receivers, those backs. How? They even have a good tight end. How? Kenny Pickett is winning due to things he's mostly not contributing to. He is a terrible first-half quarterback, one of the league's worst. That means you're going to have to play from behind in the AFC. He's also missing, last night, at least five easy throws, and they misses them badly. But this roster is so deep, this organization in Pittsburgh does such a remarkable job, better than anybody in the league, to find, draft, and develop wide receiver and skill talent that Kenny Pickett's winning. And due to that, the Steelers, loyal to a fault, are going to ride local guy Kenny Pickett for years to the very end, like they did Big Ben. They're going to convince themselves, we're going to get there. Big Ben's last seven, eight years, fairy tale. Nobody bought it except you. And nobody thinks Kenny Pickett's got the arm, the juice, the it. Nobody, because he doesn't. He was a third-round pick. They reached on because they were desperate at quarterback because Big Ben scared them every time they considered drafting his heir apparent. And so they're left with a nice kid, a local kid, who's a B-minus at mostly everything. He moves okay. His arm's okay. Not that accurate. Certainly not close to a Joe Burrow. And that's who you got to face in the AFC. Will Levis, A-plus arm. Mom went to Yale. Four-point student. Was he cocky? Yeah. That's why he dropped to the top of the second turned off executives a lot of jay cutler here but his talent his arm his juice it's indisputable you can see it i mean i I was on the interweb last night everybody's like whoa titans found their guy he was a first round talent in fact he was a top 12 pick talent that turned people off so he dropped to the second kenny pickett was a top of the third talent a reach late in the first there's a difference but pittsburgh's gonna ride it even though they're winning mostly due to stuff Kenny Pickett does not contribute to. He doesn't. He'll make one or two nice late throws. Congrats. I mean, what happens to the first two and a half quarters? Mike Thompson, my big two takeaways last night. Number one, Pittsburgh, as we predicted, would make the playoffs, has a completely top five loaded roster, but don't have the quarterback and will delude themselves into thinking they do. Here's Mike Tomlin after. Your thoughts on Kenny, short week, rib injury, and, and coming through there at the end? You know, nothing that he does from an intangible intangible perspective or a toughness perspective surprises me. I think that we're all really comfortable about those qualities in him and, you know, his desire to, to, to rise up big for us in moments and be significant down the stretch. Um, can't say enough about it. Oh, I can say more about him. And my number two take is, Will Levis is the guy. It'll be bumpy. He can be cocky. Falls in love with his arm. No need to play Ryan Tannehill. There is a lot of special if you give me Mike Vrabel and Will Levis for the next 10 years. Now, Mike Tomlin may make the Hall of Fame, but they did it with Ben, and they'll do it with Kenny Pickett. They're going to convince themselves they're winning because of him, and I think they're winning like they were at the end with Big Ben despite him. All right, so uh, Victor Wembenyama. Wemby had 38 last night, become one of the best fourth-quarter players in the league, and he's 19. There's a lot of talent in the NBA, more than ever now, because it's a global sport. But if you're really honest about this, here's the truth. The NBA only gives us one jaw-dropping talent every 8 to 10 years. It's true. Wilt in the 60s could have played multiple sports. Kareem in the 70s. 
Magic and Bird in the 80s, MJ in the late 80s, 90s, Shaq in the early 2000s, LeBron 2010s, and then Steph. I'm not talking just because they won titles. I'm talking stuff you've never seen before. LeBron James, both ends of the floor, physically dominant. Magic Bird, Bird was a a forward, became the best shooter in the league. Kareem, the greatest shot ever created. Steph Curry, who shoots like that? I love Kobe, but we'd seen it before. He was MJ Light. Duncan was amazing, but it was mostly based on fundamentals. I'm talking wow, oh my God, OMG, jaw-dropping stuff. And we have our next one. He's 19 years old. The current trend in the NBA, the best players come from overseas. Victor Wembanyama. Now it's going to take him a while. But like LeBron, Wilt, Kareem, and MJ. Magic. Six, nine and a half point guard. Magic. Passes like that. Six, nine point guard. Wemby is taking over fourth quarters. He did last night with KD on the floor. He was the best player. He already is arguably the best shot blocker in the league at 19. One of the great rim protectors already. Very difficult defensively to deal with. And as a fourth quarter performer at 19, watch out. Now, don't judge him on titles. It took Shaq eight years, MJ seven, and LeBron nine, and Steph Curry six. He's got very little around him. Almost nothing. But watching him at the rim, watching him in the fourth quarter, this isn't a guy who gets his stuff in the middle quarters against backups. He's taking over fourth quarters. I'm not saying there's not good young guys with talent. Anthony Edwards is amazing, but I've seen lots of good athletes. Trey Young can really shoot. I've seen a lot of good shooters. I haven't seen this. This is Wilt and Kareem and Michael and Magic and Bird and Steph and LeBron. It is totally different. 7-4, gets any shot he wants, fourth quarter, all-stars on the floor, and he's unstoppable. KD, who's always loved and appreciate ballers, talked about him. We both skinny, and I'm sure he said he watched me growing up, but he's, a, he's his own player. I don't think he... Uh... I'm sure he watched so many great players in the league and try to emulate just about everybody. You could tell um, in his uh, his enthusiasm for the game. You know, you could tell that through the TV and playing against him. So he's his own player person. He's going to create his own lane. It's much different than anybody who's ever played. Much different. KD is one of his comps, but he's four inches taller feels more offensively developed. Um, I uh, KD's a bit of a wanderer. I think that's his sort of personality. I wouldn't be shocked if Wemby played for the Spurs for 20 years. But nutrition's better now. Training's better now. Coaching's better now. This guy's going to last a long time and win a lot of titles. He is a LeBron, a Steph. You think there's all this talent, and there's more than ever globally. But you get about one every eight years. And I'm not just talking great players, winning players. I'm talking stuff you've never seen before. Steph Curry changed all of basketball. Took shots you used to get benched for. Larry Bird walked into the sport as a forward and was the best passer and the best shooter. (laughs) When I grew up, it was all guards. Wilt could have played multiple sports. Kareem? Milwaukee won a title. 
Wow. OMG. Stuff last night from Wemby. Not even sure how to... I mean, watching that fourth quarter, it's like, I got to get my arms around this. 19? I mean, LeBron was great when he came in. But it wasn't this. It wasn't, oh, nobody can stop him. LeBron was a freight train early, but he didn't have a refined offensive game, and he wasn't one of the league's best rim defenders. This guy gives you Giannis on one end and KD on the other. It's, whoa. I, I Again, if they could get the right point guard... The right people around him. Spurs have a history of international and domestic drafting, scouting, developing. (laughs) That kid is. It is. And and the other thing, and this matters, Michael Jordan was a very mature player for his age. LeBron, very mature for his age. Wemby brings that to the table as well. That matters a lot. He's going to get engulfed with media coverage, money, and opportunities. Can you handle it? That kid can handle it. J-Mac, you, I know you were uh, crushing in your rec league last night, but when you came home, despite your great night, even you had to watch that and go, yeah. he is, he is, wait, by the way, this is Bryce Harper, Tiger, Peyton Manning, like yeah. a lot of hype. I think he's better than I thought. One word, unstoppable. Yeah, they go to him in the fourth quarter and the Suns are powerless. It just, they're throwing the ball up near the rim. He's just catching it and scoring. Like we've never seen this in the league. Not even with Shaq was it this easy. 19 years old. Uh, I will say our men's rec league team would have a problem stopping yeah, him. Yeah, I think uh, we so. are five and zero in top of the league. I know yeah, everybody cares. Everybody yeah. cares. I just, <laughs> I, I just, I think when you look at that, is Tiger Woods was actually better than advertised. When, when you, when, when you get Bryce Harper came into the league and like literally like twenty two years old, you're like he had more swag than anybody in the sport. Very rarely. To people like Michael Jordan was great, but he was the third pick. He was also like a couple years out of college, yeah, right? right. Uh, played, spent some time at UNC. This is a 19-year-old. Yeah, he is better offensively than I thought he would be. We we all kind of knew he'd be able to defend. I mean, he just points on like 26 shots. I mean, that's crazy stuff. Two weeks into the season, Colin. It is wild. All right. I've got a great parlay for you this weekend. Thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, please use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. Now for my parlay pick of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. Dolphins at the Chiefs, Kansas City, overseas minus two and a half. Andy Reid off a loss. Mahomes off a loss. Kansas City has a much better O-line and defense. They rebound, and I will swallow the two and a half points. Seahawks at the Ravens, minus six. Better quarterback at home, better defense. I like the Ravens here. Ugly win over Arizona. They're a tough tough home favorite. I like them here to beat Seattle in cover. Bengals minus two and a half. I like them hosting the Bills to cover. I think Cincinnati's defense is more consistent. Burrow situationally at home's better than Josh Allen on the road. Three favorites, Chiefs, Ravens, Bengals, I'll take all of them. You want to take the Herd Parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, please use the code HERD when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. The thrill and excitement of 
of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is heard, H-E-R-D. New customers can bet 5 bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code heard, H-E-R-D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and y four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. So whenever there's a, like a big sandwich game, something you're going to make a sandwich for, grab chips, sit there for three and a half, four hours, your meal is centered around a game. And I think uh, Dallas at Philadelphia is going to get massive ratings. It is the game. And there's some good ones. There's one overseas, Kansas City, Miami. I think Buffalo, Cincinnati is interesting. But the game of the day, Sunday, is going to be uh, the Dallas Cowboys off a dominating win against Philadelphia. It'll be one of my blazing five picks. And so what I do when we have one of those about four times a year, and I do it in the playoffs, I say I usually take the team that has more of the top 10 players. Um, and so here's how I'd rank the top 10 players in this game, one through 10. So I think the best athlete in the game is Micah Parsons, who's the fourth highest rated pass rusher in the sport. I think if both teams put all their players on the market, uh, I think he would go one or two. He's a remarkable player. Number two, the hottest receiver in the game. He was great in the AFC. He's now great in the NFC, A.J. Brown. First player in league history. For a team that's known for running the ball, too, six straight games of 125-plus passing receiving yards. A.J. Brown is literally on fire. It's the hottest a receiver has been in this league. Maybe Cooper Cup a couple years ago was close, but this is wow. Number three, Jason Kelsey, best center arguably ever. Has not allowed a sack since 2021. The tush push is centered around him. 
Uh, there is no question he is the best center in football in a decade. He is a vocal leader, uh, second-tier blocking. He is literally a flawless center, high IQ. Number four, Jalen Hurts, who is 9-0 against winning teams. The opposite of Dak. He is 9-0 against teams with winning records since last season. Number five, the best left tackle in football, according to PFF, Jordan Malata, highest graded offensive lineman in the league. The belief now, he's replaced Trent Williams as the best left tackle. Number six, C.D. Lamb, he and Dak are humming. 82% completion percentage when he's targeted, 131 passer rating. They become very reliant on C.D. Lamb, but he is a true number one. Number seven, the best right tackle in football, That would be Lane Johnson of the Philadelphia Eagles, who has not allowed a sack in three years, which as a tackle is absolutely insane. It's one thing for a center not to. For a tackle against an edge rusher, Lane's the best right tackle in football in a long time. Number eight, Jalen Carter. Better than advertised, like Wemby. Second highest graded interior defender in the league. He's got a lot of Aaron Donald. You can't block him. You can't single block him. Number nine, Demarcus Lawrence of the Cowboys having a terrific year. This is really the strength of their defense. Between Micah and Demarcus Lawrence, they get a real pass rush. And that's a big deal if you're playing with a lead. That's why they're so good against bad teams. They play with a lead and have two great edge rushers. And number 10, Dallas Goddard, who is just productive, can block, is always open. Third greatest, highest graded skill player for the Eagles beyond A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts. Now you're saying to yourself, what about Dak? If you take out one game this year against the rebuilding Rams at home, his passer rating is 91, which is 16th. Dak is a fringe top 10 player. As a favorite, Dak is 33-12 in his career with 95 touchdowns and 27 picks. As an underdog, he's 7-12, 20 touchdowns, 16 picks. A little bit of a front runner. Dak with a lead, especially now with those two edge rushers, Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence, is a really good home favorite, especially playing with a lead. But Philadelphia is at home. Philadelphia has a unbelievably dominant O-line. They're the best team in the league statistically on third and fourth down. And because they've lost three straight to Dallas, they'll have revenge in those, you know, that, that, that category. Uh, you know, those those losses were not, you know, Jalen Hurts now. So I, I like Philadelphia in this game. It'll be part of the Blazing Five picks. It will be a close game. But I do see uh, the Cowboys really having two edge rushers and C.D. Lamb of the 10 best players. Uh, I see seven of them uh, being Philadelphia Eagles. I think C.D. Lamb is excellent. And I think both the Cowboy edge rushers are phenomenal. Uh, maybe I would put Dak at 11 or 12, but uh, Slay, the corner, should be up there somewhere. They just got a Pro Bowl safety from the Titans. Zach Martin could be up there, but he is a guard, so there are limitations. Center calls all the audibles, so that's why I think Jason Kelsey plus the tush push, which is three yards and a cloud of turf, uh, is automatic in the league, unstoppable to this point. So you can tell I like Philadelphia. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. I'm sure a lot of Cowboys fans think you were just trolling leaving Dak off, but 
You make a great point. Like, he hasn't shown up in every big game. Look at the playoff spots. Look against the good teams. He doesn't really deliver. Uh, as an underdog, he has a losing record. Yeah. And he's he's not very good. I'll give him credit. Uh, after that 49ers debacle where he was terrible, he showed up against the Chargers uh, on the Monday Night Football game and delivered with a, I thought, the greatest game of his career. No. But it's the, Chargers, it's the Chargers defense. It's not a good one. Eagles, major step up in class. All right, let's start with... Uh, Chiefs Dolphins the early game on Sunday Tyreek Hill finally has a chance to face off against KC for the first time since he was traded Tyreek appreciated his six seasons with Mahomes but he's ready to bring the heat Sunday it doesn't really matter where where we play at I mean obviously it would have been great to play in KC but it it really doesn't matter where we play at you feel me (laughs) they're gonna get this work wherever though Look, y'all ready to use that. Yeah, I, I I am for international games because I've gotten to wake up to Baltimore and Lamar Jackson and Trevor Lawrence, and now I wake up to Mahomes and Tua. I'll sign up for that. Yeah. Um, did you see the guns on, on Tyreek Hill? My gosh, for a wide receiver? That dude is so jacked. Well, he's, he's the fastest wide receiver ever, and I do think he adds a component. Um, it's interesting. He's 41% of the Dolphins' offense. And I'm in, I'm not saying they should throw to him less. But at times, they do feel very dependent mm. offensively on him. And this happens when you have star receivers. I think Dallas feels very dependent on C.D. Lamb. I do not believe the Eagles feel dependent on A.J. Brown. Cincinnati can be a little dependent on Jamar Chase. So obviously, those players are fantastic. The difference with Philadelphia... That was always the difference with the New England Patriots. When they had Randy Moss, they still had Gronk. Mm. And they still had a great run game and a great defense. I love having a star receiver. You have to be very careful about being reliant on them. And I think sometimes Miami is a bit reliant on them. The X's and O's in this matchup are incredible. I was going to save some for uh, for headline later. But So let me ask you, KC, the defense, Spagnuolo loves to blitz. They blitz at the seventh highest rate in the league. Always has. Well, Tua's the number one quarterback against the Blitz. Eight touchdowns, no picks this year. Yeah, he gets he rid of it gets quickly. rid of it quickly. He can identify who breaks tendency. Does Spagnolo continue to blitz, or does he sit back and say, "No, we're not going to let Tyree kill us deep"? Okay, I like Kansas City, and I think what's going to happen. They got sloppy last week, and Mahomes did way too much ad libbing. Kansas City's going to run the football more. Kansas City's going to win. Kansas City's going to dial up more scheme completions. Last week was a lot of Mahomes getting out of the pocket and sort of doing flag football, which he's prone to do and can be great. But Greg Cosell talked about this. I think you're going to see a very different Kansas City team. Run the ball, supposed to be windy, as you talked about. They're going to run the ball 12 yards and less, dominate time of possession, put heat on Tua. They've gotten, and this happens almost every year with Kansas City. Mahomes gets a little off into the weeds, little flag football, and he's got to bring him back. So I think after the drop passes, they just they were they just looked unraveled. I mean they they were really I mean when when Kansas City doesn't score a touchdown, it's like, okay, we got to go back to the drawing board. My guess is it's a very disciplined heavy run time of possession let's reel it back in chiefs offense and they beat the Dolphins. you know we like to do the thing where we argue both sides the lawyerism of it um i gotta ask you dolphins have struggled against tight ends this year they've been carved up but taylor swift is allegedly not gonna be at the game so nobody likes kelsey this is a kelsey game but does miami which just got back jalen ramsey last week do they shift jalen ramsey hey we want you 
on Travis Kelsey. We don't trust our linebackers in coverage. We want you. There's a lot of interesting stuff in this one. McDuffie against Tyreek Hill. McDuffie's been awesome. But if you move Tyreek Hill to the other side, I just saw uh, Snead is the most penalized cornerback in the NFL. He's really struggled this year. Could be a big waddle game. Like, there's just so much here, Colin. I can't, I can't wait. Very exciting. Uh, next up, Brock Purdy has received a lot of criticism over this three-game losing streak. Um, you know, he's turned it over six times in those games. After the loss to the Bungles, Debo Samuel says Brock Purdy shouldered all of the blame. Um, one thing I like about Brock, uh, you know, with the guys that we have in our locker room, we, we do a great job of keeping his confidence up. And one thing that stood out to me um, about Brock after we lost to, to the Bengals that, you know, he take full responsibility in his actions and, you know, he got to play well. So he, you know what I'm saying, before we broke the huddle in the locker room, he's like, yo, guys, like, this was on me. Like, I got to be better. Um, and this is then the third. So that's one thing that we like about Brock. It's like he take full responsibility in his actions and he knows what he's capable of and he want to be the, uh, you know, he want to play the best of his ability every week. Yeah. So people sold their San Francisco 49ers stock. I would say that was a mistake. <laughs> They're still, I think, odds on favorite, like two or three for the Super Bowl. Like. By week, Trent Williams is going to be healthy. Yeah. Debo's going to be back. They're going to be fine. Remember last but year, they, they reeled off nine straight well, after the, going four and four. Well, the, the Brady Bucks that won the Super Bowl were seven and five. That Rams team that won. Remember, they, they chopped it up for a while early. This idea that you just go on these streaks... No, it's this not college football. You're going to have a three-game stretch with a lot of injuries, some losses. Philadelphia, you know, eventually is going to, you know, scuff it a little bit. Just the way, you know, Kansas City right now, just not quite right on offense. They'll be fine. Yeah. All right, final story. Josh McDaniels. He's got a lot of time to figure out his next gig, uh, assuming he gets one, after being canned by the Raiders earlier this week. Fox's very own Rob Gronkowski predicts he went out on a limb here. McDaniels will end up in a very familiar place next season. Billy O'Brien may be out of there after this year. So if that's the case, I think Josh McDaniels comes back as offensive coordinator in New England. That's for sure. I have zero sources. This is just me coming up with it. Uh, because I was still very surprised he went to New England. So I can still see him doing a one- or two-year deal and being right out of there, and then uh, McDaniels coming in once again. Yeah, I think he's right. I, I can see it. You don't think McDaniels will have offers or, or for everybody in the league? Like, I mean, he's such a great offensive mind. He did oh, so many- oh, wait, he was with Tom Brady for all. That's right. Yeah, that seems cynical. You, you, that feels cynical to me. Is what you're what you're doing there is well, cynical. I mean, listen. Remember Nick Saban and I. I really love to compare Saban to Belichick because Saban loves to bring in fired coaches. Hey, we'll add you to the staff as a consultant, uh, a coordinator, some kind of role. Uh, McDaniel, of course, he's going back to New England. He's not gonna. Nobody wants this guy. Come on. He well, you know, it's it was brought up failed to me. badly, you spectacularly know, you know in Denver, and now. Um, Vegas. Like, these are bad, bad jobs. So Ryan and I have to cut spots before the show. And Ryan brought this up this morning, and he said, isn't it fascinating that this was one of the architects of the greatest quarterback ever, and yet he bet on Tim Tebow, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Brian Hoyer. So why would that be? He coached the greatest quarterback, and yet he still thought Tebow... Jimmy Garoppolo and Brian Hoyer were he could win with them. Why would that be? And that is called narcissism. (laughs) It really is. He gave himself too much credit for Brady. So when you believe I am the reason a huge chunk of Tom's success, though Tom was good pre and post, right? Tom won a Super Bowl without him. Tom was winning Super Bowls before him. 
But Josh McDaniels gave himself so much credit that he looked and said, well, I could I could do similar things with Tebow, similar things with Garoppolo. And the rea- and this is what happens, is when you have some success in life, how much are you really contributing to it? And when you're with Michael Jordan, I, I watched and covered Scottie Pippen for a couple years in Portland. He was a really good player. Never can trust him in a big shot late in games. I didn't think he played with the savvy or smarts of Jordan. Scottie Pippen was a really good player. He was a great two, right? A great two. Yeah. Okay. On his own, how'd it go in Houston, Portland? Not very well, good. They, they, he won a lot of games in Chicago after Jordan left. I yes, think they won well, 55, was, but regular season. And right, it yeah. was a lot of inertia and roster <laughs> created by MJ. So again, I think Josh has given himself and his mind psychologically a little more credit for Brady. And he would acknowledge Brady was more important because Brady won Super Bowls pre and post. But that's why you do, you have to, I said this when he drafted, when he was in Denver and drafted Tim Tebow. And I don't know Josh, but I would tell this to his face. You got to be pretty arrogant when every scout I know thought Tebow was virtually seventh rounder undraftable. And you put him in the first. <laughs> like nobody thought that's arrogance. So, right? Like that's that's yeah. I mean, it's not like Garoppolo had a huge market when he went to the Raiders. Like I got the move for a year. Mm-hmm. But this is this is taking way too much credit for the Brady stuff. And you deserve some, but it's probably closer to twenty percent, not fifty. Now that Brady's a teammate, if if we got him in here, Colin, do you think he would he would be able to drill down. We asked the question, like, who's to credit for the two decades of success for the Patriots? Well, Tom's and, getting And we'll 75. say Tom, 60, and Bill, 35, and McDaniels, 5. But I would love to ask Brady, like, take us in there. Like, how much of it was McDaniels? Well, he's not— How involved was he? I know he's, he's not the gonna, coordinator, but— Yeah, he's not going to bang people on the air. He's just not going to. He's, he doesn't want to punch No, down. he would never do that, but— would he say essentially like, hey, listen, it's a team effort. We're all combined. Like I, Josh is as pivotal as Wes Welker and Julian Edelman. And well, Gronkowski. I like, think the argument can be made is that Belichick was very crucial in the first four to six years of Tom's development. And then Tom was the key factor in the last 12. I think Belichick was probably 55 to 60 percent early. Tom was 75 percent late. It doesn't have to be an either or or an and or. I think Bill early teaching the young kid how to win. Bill gets a majority of it, but not an overwhelming majority. Brady was still making the plays. But in the end, it was very much Brady elevating completely mediocre offensive personnel, basically running an offense, and Bill had no say in anything. Yeah. Because when Bill lost Brady, Josh, and Dante Skarnecchia, it has circled yeah. the drain since. Bill's got no understanding of offense. Uh, you know, I, we say 60-40. I'm I, just thinking about this now, listening to you. I'm ready to bump it up to like 80% Brady, okay? Just remember, wh- whoever the offensive coordinator was, it didn't matter. Slot receiver, Randy Moss, running game, it doesn't matter. Tom Brady delivered every single year, and they were right there as a Super Bowl contender. He was the one constant. Obviously, Belichick was there as well. But I think it was more like 80% Brady. He gets to the line, identifies the defense, well, and every time again, he's delivering. Andy Reid got to a Super Bowl without Mahomes and got to five NFC championships without him. Right? So Andy Reid is a big chunk of it. But he didn't get the rings until Mahomes. And I feel that Belichick was considered an excellent assistant. And even when he was losing in New England, he was considered the smartest guy in the room. But Bill is so great defensively that he has surrendered offensive time, and it's clear. Bill was at his best hiring offensive people, 
and giving them the respect and the jurisdiction to run it. Right, like, but the problem is, and Nick Saban's been great at this. Nick's hit on like 20 straight assistants. Like, right after a while, you miss on some of those. Pete Carroll at USC hit on several, missed on a couple late, and and I Pete's had some really great assistants. He's missed on a few in Seattle. Nick, I think in recent years has missed on a couple. I think Belichick's missed on some people, and and I think that's what happens is that Brady covered up his misses on the coaching staff, and now Mac Jones can't. He's not good enough. By the way, there's a lot of people that don't think Eric Bieniemy is a great coach. Andy and Mahomes cover some stuff up. Matt Nagy is a good coach. I don't know, but I'm saying when when there the great quarterback is like uh, the eraser for your problems. Like unless your coach is really abysmal, Brady just covered up a lot of flaws, and that's what Mahomes does. It's what Burrow does. I mean, how bad has the O line been in Cincinnati mostly for his career? Bad. Yeah. I mean, what is Pat Mahomes if he gets drafted by the I don't know the Houston Texans or the Tennessee? We don't. We don't know. Like if obviously he's really talented. Ninety percent of the quarterbacks in the league with Kansas City's receiving core have a win this year. I mean, they're just there's nothing there. They don't have a one, a two, and their threes can't catch. Yeah. So it's that that's what the once you get the quarterback like Jacksonville. It, it's such an easy job. Okay, let's get him a left tackle. Let's get him a second weapon. Let's get him a good center. Let's get him the right coordinate. When you don't have the quarterback, you have a million holes. Once you have the quarterback, you have like five things to get right. And Philadelphia has. Yeah. And Kansas City has. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie I mean, News. It, it's like when you get Victor Wembanyama for the Spurs. Okay, we're going to have, we have our rim protector. And our fourth quarter score. I mean, you, you already now know for 10 to 15 years, we got a rim protector. Don't have to worry about that. And we have a guy that can close games out in the fourth. Now, you got to go get a wing defender. Let's get a veteran point guard. Let's get a second elite score. It makes it much easier. Instead of, we got to go find a rim protector. Well, there's nothing on the market. We have to overpay for somebody. So they're going to have, at a discount rate, an elite fourth quarter closer and the best rim protector in the league on discount for several years. It creates total clarity when you get the right quarterback or the NBA star. You get Giannis, you got a couple boxes to check. Get a veteran guard, Drew Holiday, Dame. Get me one wing score, a Chris Middleton. Let's get the right coach. Solves a lot of problems, creates a lot of clarity. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Cavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Cavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky, they're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my dad. Start Saturday strong with Big Noon Saturday on Fox. The seventh-ranked Texas hosts number 23, K-State. It all starts with Big Noon kickoff at 10 a.m. Eastern tomorrow, live from Austin. Then it's K-State, Texas, all on Fox and the Fox Sports app. I will take Texas close. I screamed upset alert for Kansas over Oklahoma. I thought Oklahoma was overvalued. I think Texas is really good. They'll win. It will be close. Almost all Kansas State-Texas games are close. There was one a few years ago that was really ugly. Texas blew them out, I think by like 38 or something, but the, most of these games are close. All right, so here's a big game this weekend. Bills at Bengals, Buffalo at Cincinnati. It's a real fork in the road game for Buffalo. If the Bills win, they can plant that flag. We are back. It is us and the Chiefs in the AFC. We've got it all figured out. Our problems are behind us. Watch out, here we come. And if the Bills lose, it's official. They have peaked. They're officially regressing. It's Chiefs, Bengals, and Jags. That's my gut feeling. Once again, Buffalo. Remember this a few decades ago. Hall of Fame quarterback. Great defensive pieces. Star receiver. All wasted. Those ghosts start to reemerge. 
That game last year at home, playoffs against the Bengals, that was embarrassing. Your quarterback and your wide receiver are arguing. It was a perfect game for Buffalo. It was a snow game. It was at home. They couldn't move the chains. They were pushed around. This is a huge game for Buffalo. They need to win. It can't be luck. It can't be circumstance. It needs to be with conviction. It has that same feel. Games like this can matter. Remember a few years ago, Raptors-Sixers. Remember that game? Kawhi Leonard corner, game seven, shoots it. Bang, 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 bounces around the rim. It goes in. Raptors go on to win the title. Sixers have never been the same. Emotionally, they were never the same. Ben Simmons, James Harden, they were reaching, trying to make deals. You start losing these big TV games, these standalone, the game of the weekend, the one we're all talking about. And this is a franchise Defensive coordinator just left. Offensive coordinator getting heat. Don't seem to match up. Wildly inconsistent week to week. Very, very important. Okay, so um, this Michigan story is something. Apparently now Big Ten athletic directors are encouraging immediate action against the Wolverines. You know, it's funny. Why not let it play out? Buckeye fans screamed lame stream media on the Zachary Smith embarrassing debacle. Wait for the facts to come out. What's the rush to judgment? Buckeye fans also did that on Tattoo Gate. Lame stream media. Sparty fans on Mel Tucker. What's the rush? Get all your facts straight, reporter boy. But yet on Michigan... You want a decision right now. Aren't you a bit of a hypocrite? If you've ever uttered the words or the phrases, media, lamestream, rushing to judgment, guilty before innocent, where's the trial? You're the hypocrite. But Colin, there's evidence now. Oh, there wasn't on Zachary Smith and Tattoo Gate. There wasn't on Mel Tucker. Oh, that's adorable of you. Purdue's head coach, Ryan Walters, is mad, and he is mad now. What's crazy is this, there aren't allegations. Like, it, it happened, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and, you know, there's video evidence. There's um, ticket purchases and sales that you can track back. And, you know, we know for a fact that they were at a number of our games. You know, we've had to teach our guys a new language in terms of um, some signals, and, and we will operate differently offensively. Like, we might, you might see us in a huddle. Yeah. Um, for the for the first time this season. Evidence. There is evidence. Who's your favorite politician? Which side do you vote? There's evidence against Biden and Trump. You're not interested in that when it's going against your guy. Right. That's how politics works. Be honest about Harbaugh. It's fear. He's outscored the Big Ten 229 to 31. They have 19 players who will get drafted. None of them recruited in the last two years. Very few in the last three. He has built a team that won 10 games the first year and mostly kicked everybody's butt in the conference except Ohio State and initially Michigan State. But Michigan State, and they're prone to do this, unraveled. It's the history of their football program. And Ohio State is still really good, but Michigan's throttled them. Is it because of signals or something else that's so obvious? 
Michigan has a clear version of what they are. Buckeyes have been weak defensively the last two years. Fancy and pretty in perimeter, but not tough. Harbaugh's teams are physical, and they pound it, and he finally got the right quarterback. Call me nutty, but I think they're dominating now because they finally have a first-round quarterback in J.J. McCarthy, not because they stole an alligator, a sandwich sign, and Scott Van Pelt's face on a board. Tip of the cap. Love, Scotty. They finally got their quarterback, just like when he finally got the quarterback in San Francisco. He got to a Super Bowl, and he finally got the quarterback at Stanford. Jim's always made teams physical and intimidating the first week he gets there. But he has struggled finding the right guy to pull the trigger. That's why they're winning. They're winning big because J.J. McCarthy, all these years, we've loved Michigan. They didn't have the guy. They got the guy. Stanford Luck, they got the guy. Kaepernick didn't last forever. But for a couple of years, he was the guy. Harbaugh always figures out everything. Go back to San Diego, his first job. When he gets the quarterback, he crushes everybody in his path. At one point, Pete Carroll asked him at halftime of the Coliseum, what's the deal? He was piling it on Pete Carroll. You can think it's the sandwich boards and some low-level staffer. And as I said yesterday, everybody's on this freeway speeding. He's just going 93 in a Maserati. It's a little dangerous and too flashy. But what happened to wait for the evidence? Lame stream media. Why the rush to judgment now? Fear. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.